Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. While the temperatures remain cool on day five of the Rolex Masters, the action finally heated up. The world number one, Novak Djokovic, was knocked out in straight sets, sent packing by one of the least accomplished clay quarters in the draw. Overall, just nothing worked. It's one of those days. And a glimpse of the future on the green clay of Charleston as two teenagers played for a spot in the quarterfinals. So what's trending and who's posting? We're checking the hashtags and handles from all the tennis platforms. No need to be upset. We're juggling all the tennis like Danka on TC Live right now. It's no longer March, but there's plenty of madness in Monte Carlo as well as Charleston. Another fantastic day of tennis. Welcome to TC Live here on Tennis Channel. Man, what a day that we just wrapped up. A full day of action leading into quarterfinal Friday coming up on the show. Highlights and interviews throughout the day because there's a lot to get through. Plus, Dan's double dip will tell you what that triple D stands for. Andre Agassi, Steffi Graf, we always want to check in on two of the legends of the sport. They're now empty nesters. Soon to be one of our panelists as well, so to speak. That would be the great John Wertheim, who is joining Chanda Rubin and myself here on TC Live. Glad to have you along for the ride here at the Santa Monica Studios and our Tennis Channel Studios. Chanda, what a day of tennis. What some exciting matches down the stretch, some, some long matches, some long points. We are through to quarterfinal Friday in style. Yeah, I mean, this is typical. Midweek players battling. These are opportunities all over the globe, and there have been few and far between last year and this year. We just feel like we're getting a lot all at once. It's four months into the year, and it has been already some fantastic, memorable matches. John, I feel like we're talking about the future of tennis time and time again now, but we just saw two teenagers go to battle in Charleston. Impressive stuff, honestly, on both sides of the net. Yeah, remember when we used to say, oh, you need a certain level of physical maturity, the days of teenagers winning matches, those are no more. Well, that's not the case. This pendulum has swung back. We saw it tonight on the women's side. We've seen it a number of times, including in Monte Carlo on the men's side. And I think this is really to the testament to the sport. You can play into your late 30s. Bless Serena, bless Roger Federer, but you can be half their age and have success as well. So long careers, and we like it. We like having people that we know. We like having newer players in the sport and taking the world of tennis by storm. Let's start with the headliner of the day, Novak Djokovic, world number one, Chana, taking on Dan Evans. And I think everybody expected Novak to just roll through another match. It was the complete opposite today. Yeah, especially after getting through Yannick Sinner, which match had so much buildup, but Djokovic was just off kilter from the start of this when a lot of errors, especially off that backhand side, which is usually so dependable, and that clearly shook his confidence, was not able to fully settle in. Evans taking the opportunity to get the early break, and you don't necessarily consider Evans a great clay quarter, but he's got the variety. He can come in. He's comfortable in all areas, and he can just upset a player's rhythm. And combine that with how shaky Djokovic was at the start. Evans took the first set, but Djokovic fought back. Evans, to his credit, did not panic, was undaunted, got the break back, and then broke at the end of the second set. 
give himself a chance to serve it out. And the aggression from Evans in the middle of the court, that was indicative of how he approached this match. Not the best match for Djokovic, but a nice big win for Dan Evans. Yeah, very possibly the best of his career. Let's hear from Novak Djokovic, his explanation what happened earlier today. To be honest, I mean, this has been probably one of the worst matches and performances from my side that I, I can recall in the last years. Uh, I don't want to take anything away from his win, but uh, from my side, I just felt awful on the court overall. Just nothing worked. I mean, it's one of those days. I'm, I'm happy, obviously, but uh, you've got to be careful to get too happy. You know, another day is is this why it's such a tough sport you've got to come back tomorrow so it's um it is extra satisfying to obviously beat novak but especially on clay so john we heard nole say don't want to take anything away from dan and what he did let's just go through a couple of important stats that came from this dan evans coming into this match 0-7 versus the top five in clay court matches this is his first atp masters 1000 quarterfinal appearance, and he gets past the world number one for his first loss of the year to get there. Just an incredible performance by the 30-year-old. If you said somebody's going to take out Novak Djokovic at this tournament, Rafa Nadal would probably get you the worst odds, and I would, I would say Dan Evans would get you the best. I mean, this is a, a seismic upset. One stat we don't have. We've got unforced errors. We have double faults. We don't have sort of bad footwork and Novak Djokovic looking jammed. I mean, I, I can't. Shanda, you had referenced this when you did the highlight. It wasn't just where the ball was going. It was where Novak's feet were going. For a player whose game is predicated on movement, on balance, there was no equilibrium today. And as he said, this was uh, you know for first loss of the year. So let's not panic. But this was a uh, this was a rough one for Novak. No one saw this coming. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, the match yesterday against Sinner, where Djokovic, he just seemed so on point, like he was ready. I mean, he was approaching this match like it was a big semi or, or final. And this was the complete opposite almost from the start. Just looked a little bit off kilter. Maybe, you know, he just couldn't quite recover. He, maybe that match took more out of him against Sinner than we thought. And, mm. and just combined with everything else uh, going on during the start of this year, you just never know. Players are dealing with different things off court. And you go out there, you have a bad Bad day at the office, and it can be very bad. So let's go from the surprise of the day, from the least surprising thing of the day. That's Rafa Nadal back on action, back on the clay court, a tournament he has won 11 times. And, John, this is what's crazy about this performance from Nadal against Dimitrov. He only faced Deuce on his serve one time today. Yeah, uh, Nadal played well. He did not have to play well. He was 13-1 and one against Dimitrov for their career coming in, and... That held. What did not hold was Dimitrov, broken in all but two of his service games. Nadal, as you say, no, it didn't even face a, a break point, and this was uh, one-way traffic seems to be underestimated. Given the way Dimitrov played today, it's a miracle that racket actually hits the ground because that was one of the few targets he was able to hit. A, a rough day at the office for Dimitrov. A lot of unforced errors, down double breaks in both sets, and Nadal was Nadal, and you know he. he he, he is capable of extraordinary tennis. He did not have to be extraordinary today. 6-1, 6-1 in 55 minutes. Nadal visited with Prakash after his 55-minute win. The conditions were quite difficult with windy, cold, but it's true at the same time that he missed uh, a lot of balls and a lot of a lot of unforced errors for him. So um, I, I did what I had to do. Uh, so happy, of course, to be in quarterfinals of uh, such a very important tournament uh, like this one, and especially for me. Uh, tomorrow, another another tough tough test. 
17 winners for Nadal. He moves on to the quarters. Let's go over to Charleston. Chanda Ons-Jabor, top seed. Really impressive once again today on the clip. Yeah, this is where Jabor had started turning the first set around. Was down 4-2 and was able to reel off four straight games to close it out. Take a one-set lead and continue into the second set. Alicia Park's a player we haven't seen much of, but she's a dynamic young 20-year-old. And we expect to see a bit more, but just outclassed today. Didn't quite have the experience to understand how to pull it back when she lost her lead. And Jabour, she has been so good in the clutch. She's won a number of matches over the last week and a half and continues in fine form here. Broke on five of her six break opportunities in this match. 6-4, 6-love, just complete domination from Ange Jabour. She'll move out of the quarters here in Charleston. Four fantastic matches. John, which one sticks out to you? Well, let's stick with Jabour. She was saying she reached the semifinals in Charleston A, and she said she got to Charleston B. She didn't have to change her hotel. Everything was a bit... It felt like a different tournament to her, she said. Different energy. So maybe this is where she wins her first title, and then the wins just keep coming for Clara Towson, the teenager from Denmark. You know, I'm looking at that one on the top, along with Jabour, which is a great opportunity for her, but Shelby Rogers, Donka Kovinich, you know, that's kind of the blockbuster match of that top half and maybe of the tournament, both those players hitting the ball big, playing confident tennis, so that should be a good one. Looking forward to it. Can the local hero, Shelby Rogers, continue to advance all the way to the semis? Coming up in the show, we will hear from Danny and Prakash in Monte Carlo as they preview quarterfinal Friday. Plus, Fabio Fonini is looking to defend his crown in Monte Carlo. We'll take a look at how he got one step closer when we come back on TC Live. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome back to TC Live. Let's go back to Monte Carlo. Defending champion is Fabio Fonini taking on the serve. Philip Krajinovic and John Krajinovic was 2-0 in the head-to-head coming into the day. That would change. 2-1 now. The defending champ and playing like it, Fonini. He was 7-7 on the year coming to this event, and he's been terrific through three matches. A bit of a scary moment coming up here. This is a guy in his 30s, had multiple surgeries last year. Not a good-looking spill, and there was a bit of concern there. Remember, this is sort of his hometown tournament from San Remo, about 15 minutes away, but he recovered, and as you say, Noah, he was 2-0. He didn't even get close in the previous two matches against Krajinovic. Today, really turned the tables. A very solid win over a solid player. Eight straight wins at the country club for the defending champion, Fonini. Fully controlled that second set breaker and route to the straight sets victory. So Fonini back into the quarters. Domingo fan, Sasha Zverev, Chanda, in a marquee matchup between two top 20 players. And Gofan was the one who would really come out and look like the clearly better player between the two. Uh, Gofan got the one break in this first set. And they're able to close it out on his serve, playing a little more aggressive tennis. Went to a tie break. No breaks in the second set. And here's Zverev, started his comeback, saved match points, had a set point here, but it was Gofan again, being aggressive, taking ground away, understanding the moment. He is such a veteran competitor and showed it in the big moments in this match. 
And here on match point, it's Gofan controlling the middle of the court and gets it in two straight. A fantastic win. Tremendous stuff from Gofan. Oh, Sasha Vero not happy. Interesting outfit choice as well with the no sleeves over the top of the long sleeves. Either way, it is Gofan who gets through the quarters, which means, John, it sets up a very intriguing, a very surprising matchup, let's say, because Gofan is now in his 12th career Masters 1000 quarterfinal. He's going to take on Dan Evans, who is going to appear in his first, and I'm sure that could play a factor. Yeah, I like what Dan Evans said about this sport. You know, you beat the number one player in the world, best win of your career, and you got to come back in 20 hours and try to beat another guy who's really good. But we saw Dan Evans last month when Roger Federer made his comeback. and Evans was right on the threshold of winning that match and couldn't close. For some players, that's the kind of loss that you don't get over for months and months. Nice to see him back. And, you know, we talked about the track record on clay for Evans, but you look at his game, you look at the variety, you look at his movement. He should be a better clay court player than his record, and this week he's proving it. Yeah, and you look at, uh, for Evans, trying to come back and play tomorrow. This could almost be as tough a match for different reasons against Gonfan, who is so solid. You figure he's not going to get the errors that he got from Djokovic today, but it'll be interesting to see. We saw Gonfan playing a little more aggressive tennis. Who can dictate? Who can take over the middle? Usually that's the department where Dan Evans excels. So this will be an interesting one to see if he can play his style on this surface. All right, let's round out that quarterfinal. Who else is advancing in Monte Carlo, Stefano Tsitsipas, Kristen Garin, and Chanda Garin has had a very solid start to 2021, but it was overpowering from the Greek god today. Yeah, we haven't talked as much about Stefano Tsitsipas this week, but he has been making his way through the draw. A little bit like butter, as you would say, Noah. <laughs> and here, closing out the first set in real style, is a guy who can play at the net, play in the midcourt, and he's been taking over those areas. And in the second set... Kind of got tight, came down to the wire. This was Sitsipas with a break point, gets the miss hit from Garin. Knew this was a big opportunity. Garin has been a solid competitor, has been playing some great tennis. Sitsipas did not take this match for granted. Closes it, it, closes it out at love on his serve. A, an excellent win for him. 17 forehand winners won 75% of his points at net. 6-3, 6-4 into the quarters. Andre Rublev would get a tough victory over Roberto Batista Agut in three sets in two hours and 44 minutes. And things don't get much easier as he heads to a matchup with Rafa Nadal, the 11-time champ. So this is what our quarters look like. A couple of fantastic matchups per usual. Exactly what we expect out of a 1,000 event in Monte Carlo. Carlo. On the other side, teens tangle in Charleston. Navarro, Fruvatova in what was a fun matchup of the future of women's tennis. Next. No Eagle, Chanda Rubin, John Wertheim back with you on TC Live. Back to Charleston we go in the near court in the blue. That's Maria Camila Osorio Serrano. John coming off her first career title, 19 years old, and continues to play some great tennis. M-C-O-S-F-E-M-U-S-G. Uh, you know, she won that title about 72 hours ago and came right to South Carolina, and she has backed it up. Talk about durability. He was really in trouble in this match, got it together, won a second set tiebreaker, and just kept fighting. This is a former number one junior. Christina McHale is almost a decade her senior, and the Colombian just did not go away. Um, really impressive fight, especially given the amount of tennis she has played lately. Her eighth straight singles win in 11 days. Well done.
and will take on another teenager in the next round in Clara Towson in what should be a very intriguing matchup similar to this one. Two teenagers in the match that Chanda just wrapped up calling Emma Navarro looking for another victory. Linda Fruvertova is very, very impressive on court. Yeah, she has been and a good recovery from the battle in her first round. Got off to a good start here after getting down 4-2. Fuvertova turned things on, won the last four games of that first set to take it. But Emma Navarro has been a good fighter, and especially from the ground. She forced Fuvertova into some very physical points, but Fuvertova had all the answers. Saw the variety there with the little slice chip. She was a little bit better in the teeth of this match, Fuvertova, at playing inside the baseline, of being a bit more aggressive and dictating play. And she hit some incredible winners from the ground, able to win the last point and take this one in two sets. So her second match win on the WTA Tour. So Fruvotova is through. Sharma had a, a long match herself, so that could be another opportunity for Fruvotova to potentially get to a semifinal at just 15 years old. Incredible run. Shelby Rogers, we mentioned, still playing at home and still looking to get another victory into the semis. 1 p.m. Eastern time is when our coverage will start. And let's go onto the social net next because we've got some good stuff today. Some good stuff that I'm intrigued to ask John about in particular. Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf, John, they say that they're empty nesters. Now, Chanda's got some young kids, so she's got a ways to go before that. But you are within a couple months of becoming an empty nester yourself. Are you going to be joining them on these ski oh, trips? Man, I think I'm going to be doing TC Live while they're, uh, while they're skiing. This is a topic that uh, hits close to home. Ironically, Andre's son and daughter are literally born the same week as my son and daughter. So we, we are on the same uh, sort of parental curve. But uh, no snowboarding in this household. It's all about tennis highlights. Fair enough. You know what? We're glad to have you. So if that means that you're going to do more with us, <laughs> we're totally okay with that. And that means also you're not going to be waking up extra people in your house. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on over to Garbine Muguruza. Chanda, this was, I actually enjoyed this. There's a video attached with it as well, if you do check it out on Instagram. But her coach, Conchita Martinez, go for a nice bike ride. There was some uh, Fleetwood Mac in the background, which I'm always a fan of. Yeah, Muguruza talks about World Health Day and how they are biking together, and that is happiness. And they have been such a happy team together, she and Conchita Martinez and the team that stays fit together clearly wins together. <laughs> Got to like these scenes in the background. Not a bad backdrop there. So I'm, I'm just taking the notes. Uh, teams that stay fit together win together. Okay. All right. That's, that's enough. That's all I need to know. I will keep that away. And speaking of teams, let's go to this one, John. I love good spike ball action. This is ahead of the Billie Jean King Cup. And this is the Dutch team playing some good team chemistry spike ball. You ever get on the spike ball court or whatever it's well, called? Look, I know my spike ball. Yeah, exactly. This is like uh, Camp Monongahela. I didn't realize uh, <laughs> uh, got to the point where they could wear matching orange and we had this level. We got, we got fans in the stands. But uh, if you like the doubles rallies in tennis, you will like uh, spike ball. Um, man, that's, this is uh, this is oddly mesmerizing. This spike ball. Wow. I think uh, I think we need a spike ball network. I'm all in on getting some spike ball. Maybe some tennis channel spike ball league. Either way, I'm in the center of it, and and I'm a force to be reckoned with. Either way, we've got Friday schedule Monte Carlo at 5 a.m. Eastern. We've got that Billy, that Bally RSN coverage at 9 a.m. Eastern. Charleston and TC Live. As always, we hope you join us. We've got more TC Live coming up in just a moment. Hey. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Tennis Channel Live as we look ahead to Monte Carlo Friday action. Friday, quarterfinal Friday, lots of Friday. Friday's just a great day in general. Stefano Tsitsipas will lead us off. Dan Evans was the surprise to get into the quarters. Fabio Fonini looking to defend his crown in the marquee matchup might be Rublev and Nadal to wrap up the action from Monte Carlo. And to get us ready for quarterfinal Friday, let's go to Danny and Prakash over in Monte Carlo. All right, Noah, back here at the DraftKings desk. And Prakash, Dan Evans and David Goffin, not exactly the quarterfinal we were expecting when the draw first came out. I'm not going to tell him you said that, but <laughs> love to see them in the quarters. Uh, both been playing fantastic tennis this week. And uh, Davidovich Fakina as well. Just some new names into the later stages of these events. Brilliant to see. And hopefully Dan can keep that momentum and not have a little dip after such a monumental win. So are you leaning towards Dan in this match or who are you leaning towards? Goffin or Evans? You got to talk to them both. I, I did. Both in good spirits. Both seem very focused on that next round. I think we're going to see high quality tennis. Uh, but I I think I'm possibly leaning towards the Belgium. I think he's just a little bit too solid on this stuff. But again, I think Evans has a bit more variety. Tough to pick one. We cannot wait for quarterfinal Friday here in Monte Carlo, Noah. I just need one of those scarves. I just need Prakash to send me one of those scarves because that was beautiful silk. I'm not sure what it was. Velvet, maybe? <laughs> Who knows? Either way, Noah Eagle, Chandra Rubin, and John Wertheim here on TC Live. Glad to have you with us. Dan Evans, a double dip today. Also played doubles. Also won doubles, Chanda. Playing with Neil Skupski. Beat the Australian Open champs, Dodik and Palaszczuk. So he's doing a little bit of everything right now in Monte Carlo. Feeling pretty good about himself. Yeah, and this is where you want to stay on the court. When you get into such a rhythm of winning matches as Dan Evans has, has done today, you feel like you can't miss almost. He's going to need that kind of confidence going into his final, his singles match tomorrow. Yeah, Gofan, as John mentioned, will not be an easy task for Evans. But as we look for what Evans has done now on both the singles and double side, John, to me, this is even potentially more impressive that he comes away with the biggest singles win of his career and he backs it up on the doubles court. So he took out three Australian Open champions today. Yeah. I wonder if that is in some kind of record. I, I like the point that Chanda made, that, that sort of the reflexively we say, well, he's got a big match. He's in the quarters. I bet she, Betty Witt, she didn't have to play 13-11 in the third in doubles. I think Chanda raises a really interesting point, which is maybe this will help him. Winning begets winning. So he will have David Goffin in his first Masters 1000 quarterfinal. All the action. Quarterfinal Friday is coming up just a few hours away on Tennis Channel. So glad you could join us. For Chanda Rubin, for John Wertheim, our entire Tennis Channel crew, Noah Eagles saying so long. Once again, action starts 5 a.m. Eastern, quarterfinal Friday, Monte Carlo and Charleston. <laughs>